0: I thank God, and so so today, and so today, uh, the Spirit shared with me that y'all going to help me preach the sermon, amen? And Y'all going to help me preach the sermon, myself and Reverend Aaron, uh, because we're going to have an old-fashioned testimony meeting up in here today, amen? Anybody got a testimony of how good God has been to you? Amen. Anybody got a testimony? Amen. 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 He jumped off the joint, uh, but that looks like a setup, amen, somebody? So I'm going to walk around. Amen, I almost tripped on the stage. I ain't going to fall coming off the stage. Reverend Aaron, I want you to take that side. I'll take this side. I'm going to take about five. They're going to testimony right there. She was like, me, 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 me. Now, I want you all to be clear uh, that I have given Reverend Aaron instructions, and I know myself that uh, you're not snatching the mic. Amen. We hold the mic. Amen, somebody. Amen. Amen. Come on, should you?
1: So I just want to give honor and praise and glory to God. I joined Community of Hope approximately five years ago, I think, and I show up almost every Sunday alone, even though I'm married. So I've been praying and praying and asking the Lord that my husband would join church. And last Sunday, even though it wasn't here, um, he accepted the Lord as his personal Savior and he joined the ministry. So I'm actually here to say goodbye. <laughs> So I'll be joining him over at uh, First Baptist Church of Glenarden.
0: Somebody give God some praise. Amen, somebody? I, I want y'all to hear this. We're not glad to see her go, but we're glad to see her go. Amen? Amen. She's been praying for her husband to get saved, and her Amen. husband got saved, and we are excited. Amen? Come on, give God glory in the house today.
2: Good morning. I have been a member, I think, 15 years. But other than that, I am a breast cancer survivor. One year, my cancer's gone, and I'm still in the battle with all my other sisters here who are breast cancer survivors, too. Please ladies, please ladies, keep your mammogram checkups, it's mandatory. And also men.
3: Amen, amen, give God some praise.
4: Um, we've been a member of Community of Hope for I don't know how long, but I think he's the one who made us join. Um, I'm a single mother of four four boys and I think all of them are on the honor roll right now. Um, we moved in February of this year to a house. And by May, we had to move because we couldn't even breathe in the house because there was so much mold in there. And we, were, we weren't homeless, but we were without our own house. And we had me and my kids and their uncle let us stay there with our three dogs. And now we have our own place. And Hopefully
0: we'll be buying it. Come on, somebody give God praise. Somebody give God praise. Amen. Now, praise God for the house, but also praise God for the honor roll. Amen, somebody. I wish I had somebody would shout about four boys on the honor roll. Lord, have mercy, Jesus. Good job, mama. Good job. Good job. Good job. Anybody else? We're over here,
4: Pastor. Good morning, everyone. I'd like to thank God. My son had a heart transplant in April on my birthday. So I got a newborn. He's 50 years old. But
0: God is good all the time.
3: Amen. Amen.
0: Come on, somebody give God praise. God is a heart fixer. And sometimes God just give you a new heart. Amen, somebody?
3: Hallelujah,
0: hallelujah, that's a testimony, we give God praise for a new heart, and right now I want to take a pause for the cause, Minister, um, Minister Daniel Bradley is in the hospital right now waiting on his new heart, amen, somebody, and we are believing that God will provide it, and so I just want to, everybody stretch your hands to whichever way Baltimore is, amen, this way, God in Jesus' name, we thank you for Minister Dan, we thank you God, for I know he's watching. And we thank you, God, that even in the hospital, that he led the prayer line on, on Friday. God, we give you glory, God, for what you have for him is for him. In due time, you'll give him the right heart, the right kidney, and you shall bless his life. We give you glory, God. That testimony was to let him know his is on the way. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. Come on, somebody give God some praise right there.
5: Hope, Seasons Greetings. And uh, my testimony is uh, a few weeks ago, I was going into the Walgreens after a long day at doctor's appointment, so it had just gotten dark. Parked my car, and I was walking into the Walgreens, and a drunk driver speeds and almost runs me over. My hands ended up on top of his, um, the front of his car, and it was like God stopped it. And he had a child in the back seat with no seatbelt on. And I just looked at him and he was obviously drunk. And uh, so I said, I'm gonna get your tag and we're gonna call the police. When I walked around to get his tag number, uh, he sped off. But I had memorized the tag number and I went into the Walgreens and um, they saw everything on camera and I just could not believe what I when I saw it on camera. I'm like, he could have totally killed me. So God is great and worthy to be praised because he is a lifesaver. I could have lost my life that day.
0: Somebody shout, God stopped it. Oh, I wish I knew how to shout. I wish somebody say God stopped it. Lord have mercy. He said the drunk driver the car rolled up to her. She ended up with her hands on the hood. Lord have mercy but God's, Lord have mercy, amen, amen.
4: Good morning, Um, I've been a member of the church for about seven years, and you know, sometimes we fall short, life gets in the way, but I always come back here because I feel so blessed when I'm in this building. Um, In 2007, I lost both my parents, my father killed my mother, and then he died five days later. So I had to bury both my parents literally weeks apart. I was 28 at the time, didn't have any children. I, my brother was devastated and he was in the streets and he was on drugs. And so his kids, I ended up becoming their mother and they came to live with me. So I helped raise his kids. And in, in that time I got pregnant with my own child. That same brother who You know, COVID affected a lot of people. I buried him last year from suicide. But let me tell you, I am so thankful that I am strong enough that God has instilled the strength inside of me to go on and know that I have to be what I am capable, I have to do what I'm capable of doing. And I am just so thankful every day. Like I, I have blessed with a house. I got a house in 2000. And I'm um, 17, I mean, my mother was trying to get that and she couldn't get that. So I was able to fulfill that. And don't believe, I grew up in a house where my parents were on drugs at one time. they—they they were. I was part of the crack ep- epidemic. I was able to get out of that, go to school, graduate, do what I had to do. So it's possible to not be a victim of your environment and to go and do what you gotta do. And I'm so, and, and the only way that I know that I was able to do that was through God and his strength and and i'm telling you my mother died in the bathroom and she was so dedicated to the lord she used to go to first baptist church of suitland she was a a sunday school teacher she even drove the bus and she died trying to love her husband which is my dad and I had to learn the forgiveness because this was the same man that carried me to bed at night. This was the same man that I thought was my superhero. But let me tell you something, when you go through things, you gotta know that God is gonna be there on the other side and he will be able to pick you up and he will be able to give you the strength to forgive and go on and do what your purpose is for this life. Thank you.
0: Give God some praise. Somebody shout, I don't look like what I've been through. Oh, come on, is there anybody in the house that's your testimony just like her? If somebody had to heal your story, they'd be like, how in the world did you make it? And you could just say, baby, I don't look like, Lord, have mercy, what I've been through, and I'm still here to the glory of God. Lord, have mercy. God bless you, my sister.
3: Good morning. Um, I just we sat in the same area four week, almost four weeks ago, um, when my little brother was shot in his head. And during that time, I mean, my foundation is spirituality, and I, I, I believe in God. But that Saturday, I got a call, and I. I, I was leaning on my flesh at the moment, but I knew that it, I had to trust my, my lady, trust my contacts and my phone, and I, I reached out to my pastors, and, you know, and I believe that because God have a calling on my life that moments like this, he show me why I need to lean on him no matter where I'm at in my life. And um, Friday, my little brother that was shot in his head was able to come home with us. Sometimes, sometimes as a young man that grew up in them conditions. We try to do everything on our own, right? And you know, I got my players here with me, I got my lady here, but you know, I do all this work around gun violence. And sometimes you start to question God, like, you you putting all this work in to save lives and why me? But sometimes God try to show you why He's in control. And I think that moment right there showed me that I got to be consistent with my life and my role in this thing. And it's not about the work that I do, it's about the foundation as God. So I just wanted to say thank you, Pastor. Thank you, Community of Hope. But I just wanted to let everybody know that no matter where you at in your life, you know, elevation is cool, but Always keep God in between whatever you're doing because that's the end all, be all. And so, if I had a testimony, that'll be that right there. And then I just appreciate that, and I appreciate you, Pastor. Appreciate you. Come on, somebody give God a hand clap,
0: please. Good morning, COH.
4: I am also a stage four breast cancer survivor. Most of you all know my story. I'm still here, 18 years, going on 19 years of survivor, and I'm still in the fight. And I'm gonna continue to fight. Every day above ground for me is a blessing. And I take that. Thank you, Reverend Doctor for always praying and putting your hands on me, for keeping me here, along with the the strength of God. Thank you.
3: Praise God, praise
0: God. Is there anybody here who you are grappling uh, with health issues and you need God to heal? Just raise your hand, just raise your hand. See, what we missed, the power of the testimony service back in the old school church, the old school understood the power of the testimony is that you can see somebody who's made it out of what you're going through. And so therefore, you can understand if God can do it for them, God can do it for me. So you've heard a drastic prayers around gunshots, you've heard other prayers around grief, and that I got up out of and was able to make it through tragic grief. You've heard prayers that God is a healer and that I'm still here, that you've heard that God is taking care of me as I'm mothering four boys. Amen. And, and God is taking care of us and God is providing and, and my boys are excelling and, and God has giving us his place to stay that you've heard that stuff. The reason is not so they can lift themselves up. But you may be in a situation where you're trying to figure out how to take care of your children. And the testimony lets you know, oh, God can help me because my kids aren't excelling right now, but God can help us get to the other side. You may have gotten a bad prognosis. The doctor told you something that has rocked your world. But there are folks here who can say, well, the doctor told me something that rocked my world 18 years ago, but I'm still here. By the grace of God, that, 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 that there may be, uh, you're going through a season of grief and, and and tragedy that's beyond what you could ever imagine, and, and and in the midst of tragedy, there's someone with a testimony to say that, that I faced tragedy head on, and God got me through. She said that you can get to the other side, amen, a, a, amen, that, that whatever it is, and so uh, whatever you stand in need of right now, I want you to know God can do it, amen. I want you to hear that, I want you to get that, I want you... To wrap your head around that, that wherever you are in life, somebody else has gone through something, and God has got them through, and God is not a respecter of persons. God, just because God did it for them, they're not any better than you, and the same God that did it to them can do it for you. Come on, I want to pray for you. If you stand in need of healing, I want to pray for you. God, in Jesus' name, we thank you the testimony of your healing power. We give you glory and we give you praise. And God, I thank you that for some what is their test will one day be their testimony. I thank you Jesus that we decree and declare over every person watching this online, over every person in this sanctuary. We thank you, God. You are a healer and you shall touch in the name, Lord Jesus, we pray. Amen and amen. Come on, give God a hand clap of praise. We're going to take about three more, about three, four more testimonies. Amen. As no a matter of fact, I see your hand, I see your hand, see your hand, we see your hand, we see your hand, we see your hand, I see your hand, I see your hand. Okay, that was more than three or four. I see your hand. Alright, alright. That's it right there. That's the last hand. The hand I just said, alright? Unless well, the Lord say another hand. Amen. Somebody, Thank y'all so much.
6: Good morning, church. I just want to thank God for being here. Um, I thank God for getting me through this year. Uh, first of all, thank God for Aaron Martin, because he's the reason why I'm at COH. He's the reason why I joined COH. First of all, that's my big bro. Um, I'm a very private person. I don't like to tell people things that I that I deal with. But I thank God for blessing me because I'm the only child between my parents. And my mother is currently battling two forms of cancer. She's battling uh, Sage four lung cancer and she's battling a form of leukemia that only happens in older people. But I thank God because even though I don't know the outcome, I thank God that I have him to lean on. Yeah. And I thank God that he put people in my life for me to lean on because it is hard as an only child. And I'm a teacher and I teach the toughest kids in the school. I teach the kids that nobody want. And every day I show up for them and then I come home and I show up for my mom and my dad. And I thank God that God is the reason why I still smile in the midst of my storm, (laughs) that I still smile in the midst of my tears. And I thank God because whatever the outcome is, I know that he has me and he's covering me and he is hiding me. My mom has been through worse than this. And I just ask that you all continue to pray for my strength and continue to pray that I show up. And I still, even on i right now, I'm really smiling under my mask. But I ask that y'all continue to pray for my strength and continue to share y'all testimonies. Because all of y'all that defeated cancer, it gives me hope for my mom. So I really do appreciate it. Thank you, Pastor, for allowing us to do this because this is exactly what I needed. And I thank God for that.
0: Come on, give God some praise for our sister. So I want you to hear two things just happened in that testimony. One, that we are already giving her a word of testimony to encourage her. But two, I want to speak a word of encouragement to anybody who's a caregiver, anybody who's taking care of family members, who are sick. Any any caregivers in the house? Raise your hand. Any caregivers? The thing about a caregiver is that you have to take care of them while still dealing with all your own stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So she's still, and all the teachers in the building, raise your hand. All the educators, oh. raise your hand. Yeah. <laughs> right? I thank God for anointed educators. She says, I have to deal with the students nobody else wants to deal with. And even though I'm dealing with everything I got to at home to be a caregiver, I'm making sure I'm showing up for them to give them the best I've got. Because this is the kind of teacher that changes a child's life. Have I got a witness in the house today? This is the kind of teacher that can shift it for a child because they can see something in a child that no other teacher in that school can see. And we give God glory, and so we pray for you, and we pray for our educators, and we pray for our caregivers, because you all have a load, and we're believing that God will be able to bless you, even as you're a blessing. Amen? Come on, give God a hand clap of praise for our sister. Good
2: morning, church. Um, My testimony is, at the age of 15, I became a young mom. And not only did i become a young mom of one i became a young mom of five with no structure and i too was raised up in the crack epidemic um, i had no structure or knowledge of how to raise these kids and because of the age of 15 of course i didn't have the education that i needed to raise them but i'm blessed to this day that all five of my babies are still here they're grown they're educated they're doing well for themselves they've blessed me with 12 grandbabies um I also have I have one child my oldest here that I'm so proud of she's become what she wanted to become she's taking care of her babies as well as her home Um, she was actually my best friend as well when I was growing up she was my best friend and she helped me raise my kids because of course there was no dad and I bless her and I praise her for that every day I try to and I want her to understand that I love her for that unconditionally Um, she has a sis. She, she was in an accident. She lost her voice. Uh, I pray for her every single day. She finally got her voice back. She's able to talk again. Um, she has a sister that battled kidney disease. She needed a kidney. We began to come here about six months ago, not even a month into coming here as, as, as members here. God bless her with a kidney. My daughter has a kidney now. I just want to thank the Lord, and I really appreciate Community of help, Hope for being here for us, and we're not going anywhere. My entire family comes here, and we praise you, and that's my testimony. The Lord is good.
0: Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Is this blessing anybody? Hallelujah. Amen.
7: Good morning, church. I would like to thank God for my whole life, starting at age eight. Up until now, he's—I've seen miracles that he's done more than twice. I watched my brother die, and God brought him back the next day and kept him here a few years longer. And I told my daughter this morning, I feel so much joy because I'm here. I was on drugs. I'm 26 years clean, and. Uh, Thank God for the family that I had with the support and love while I was bringing my child up. I was a single mother, and that's my child over there. We Felicia. And and I'm so proud of the young woman that she's become. And like I told her, I'm stepping into my seventies. Tuesday's my birthday. And I thank God for me being here, but the young lady that was caregiver, I would like to give you a hug. I did it twice for years, my mother and my brother, but God will bring you through it. He's brought me through it. He's still bringing me through it. It was okay, I'd like to give her a hug. <laughs>
0: hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. He said, I'm 26 years clean, hallelujah. (laughs) Uh, hmm. There's somebody here, you're either struggling with substance abuse or you have a loved one struggling with substance abuse. And I want you to hear the testimony that there is another side and that people can get whole and people can get well. If you're struggling, I want you to see us. We can help you along your journey. We can walk you through the journey. And we want you to hear this testimony of a mother who's saying, I'm 26 years on the other side. If you have a loved one that's struggling, I want you to hear the testimony of a mother who, if you looked at Reverend Felicia, you would never know that was her mother's testimony. That your loved one can be whole. God, in Jesus' name, we thank you for deliverance right now. We thank you, God, for wholeness right now. We thank you for sobriety right now whether from alcohol or drugs. God, we thank you, God, that we don't need anything to alter our mental state. But in the name of Jesus, we speak freedom, good God Almighty, in this house. And we speak, God, that someone right now who smoked last night will have a testimony like hers 26 years from now in the name lord jesus we declare it and by the authority of the holy ghost we believe it in jesus name we pray amen and amen come on somebody give god praise
8: okay my name is princess and the reason why my name is princess because i have sickle cell i i wasn't supposed to live past the age of five i'm 40 um during this time like around november when it starts to get cold my body really starts to hurt really bad um i wear a smile on my face but i be in pain a lot friday i couldn't go to work because i was so much in pain my 15 year old just started praying for me and was like mom whatever you need i got you but it's two sisters in it's a few sisters in here that's dealing with cancer that had knee surgery and i I was in pain last year. They was like, look, sis, I know you don't like to go to the hospital, but if you need to, I got you. So all I'm saying is I'm, I'm, I'm okay, but I'm, I'm not okay because Saturday I made it my way to make sure that I helped with the grocery giveaway even though I was in pain. Like, I'm in pain right now, but it's nothing the doctors can do, but God I've been doing it since. So I'm here, and I'm 40, and
0: that's all I want to say. Thank you, God. Come on, somebody give God praise for beating the odds. Amen? And somebody give God praise for making it through. Amen? Amen. Amen. Anybody that's seen Sister Princess, you would never know what she's going through. Amen? Because she always got a smile on her face, and she always shouting. Amen, somebody. We give God glory for her, my brother. He big, but he still ain't getting his mic from me.
3: I'm 17. I'm 17. I'm 17. But, you uh, know, I just like to thank the Lord every single day. I, my freshman year, I was at Rock Creek Christian Academy. I transferred in up in Baltimore at St. Francis Academy, the number two team in the country. And it was just a long, long road. I feel like my testimony is like my cousin is battling cancer right now. Every day I just think about her and every time I put on my helmet, I think about my family, and I just like to thank the Lord every single day because Saint Francis opened up a new opportunity for me and I just want to keep working every day for her. So that's my testimony right there.
0: Come on, somebody need to give God praise for a young brother. Mm-hmm. Standing in strip talking about he's got his testimony, amen. And we get and you never know how much our young people are carrying, amen. Amen. They're carrying just as much as adults, and we give God glory. And I get excited because I've been able to watch this family grow. Amen, somebody? Amen. Amen. That's why you beat up on them when they're small, because when they get big like that, right? Yeah. I, don't want none, I don't want none of that work now. Amen, somebody? We messed with him when he was small. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm lunching. ahead. Nice.
1: Oh, I'm so thankful to be here. This time last year, uh, I've had really had a journey. I stopped walking, and around October, um, I had a kidney transplant in 2010. Um, it's been a battle, um, you know, last year. Um, my kidney stopped failing. I developed a lot of fluid around my heart, so I had severe edema that caused me to stop walking. Um, so I was in and out of the hospital from October until January. Um, please excuse me. Um, I have a very strong family support system. Um, in the midst of me going through battling with my edema, um, My husband had um, dementia. I was determined that my husband would stay home. We would not put him away, but with the help of my family, we were able to keep him home. Um, I know y'all know uh, Brother Patterson and his wife and my family. Brother Patterson, every week, would cook for my husband and bring it and sit with him. And he never forgot him. Um, I really appreciate them so much. Um, Reverend Doctor never stopped calling me. She always checked on me. The pastor, the whole family, my whole COH family have been with me. From the beginning, when I walked in this church in 2011, from coming from a mega church, I saw a pastor running down the aisle with his braids, saying "dollars for (laughs) birthdays." I said, "What is? What is?" (laughs) I said, "Well, who is that?" They say that's the pastor. I say, oh my God. <laughs> but I felt so at home. I mean, if this is a place that a person would want to be to feel at home. Yeah. Everyone is the only one to this pastor. All his all his people is the only one. I mean, I'm no one special. I'm just one of his flocks. Mm. So, um, I volunteered a lot in church with Reverend Holly with the Outreach Ministry um, and I promised myself when I could get up on my feet and walk again, I would be back in here, I'm here. Amen. So I just want to say thank you to all of my CAOH family for being true to what you are.
0: Amen. Somebody give God praise. Somebody shout, we're family, amen. 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 Somebody shout, Brother Patterson can show cook. Amen, somebody. Amen. Hold on, Brother Patterson was right there. Where'd he go? Oh, he in the back crying. I was going to shout out his business, his restaurant. It was just... Y'all got to check out Brother Patterson food business because he be doing it. Amen, somebody? D-d-d- we'll make him come out for a cameo later. Amen, somebody. Amen.
9: Good morning, church, uh, my COH family. Thank you all. I want to thank God for being a comforter, for being my strength, for every prayer, Every, I just thank God for pastor. Um, I thank God for all the testimonies today. At four months old, my mother gave me away to my grandmother, but God knew where I needed to be. And years later, I was praying to God for restoration and he restored me and my mother.
7: Oh, God. You,
9: man. And in a thank you, thank God. And in the midst of that, I didn't have any hatred. I just didn't understand. But God can restore love on one another. And my mother became ill. And I am the only one. And I said, Lord, if I wasn't here, what would she do? And I know God would send him and do what he needed to do. In the midst, my son was shot and killed in the head on June the twelfth. I thank God for the testimonies of those who have been shot and made it. On August the 24th, my grandbaby went to the baby center after two days of being there and passed. When my mother was sick, my cousin was sick who had a stroke in November of last year. And right after my grandbaby passed, two weeks later, my cousin passed. So three months, but I stand here to say Let me back up in the kidney. My mother's in fifth stage, renal failure. But on the kidney donor list, so the testimonies of those who have received kidney transplants, I thank you. I stand here today to give God glory in spite of. He is good. He is a way maker. And I'm not saying every day is a good day for me and my family, but God is our strength and our refuge in a time of trouble. Hold on to your faith. Hold on to God's unchanging hand in the midnight hour for those that have lost loved ones, whoever they may be, children, cousins, whoever may be dear. I know the pain, but God is a comforter. And he spoke to me and told me to have patience because vengeance is his. And I t- told Pastor, I said, whoever killed a suspect shot my son. That I want, I have to forgive him and I have, but I pray for their relationship with God. I thank y'all, Reverend Doctor, And Papa Lee and Pastor and Reverend Bill and my entire church family. I thank God for you all. Every prayer y'all prayed for me and my family. It was felt and still being felt. So I'm just grateful to God for just being my friend and being my father in heaven. And just don't give up on anybody. I have family members that struggle with drugs. And let me say this, cause I'm gonna be transparent. God delivered me in 1995 from alcohol. So as I look back over my life and even today, and I was hit by a car in 2020, thank you for your testimony. But I just say to say, just trust God. And he spoke to me and said, it's a do, D-O-D-U-E, over season. So all that you grappling with and all that you dealing with, God will bring you through. Just hold on to his unchanging hand. You will reap a just don't get weary doing. don't get weary in doing good. You will reap your harvest in due season. And I remember pastor preached something one time and then said, it's your time, your reaping season, your eating is coming, it's coming. So I thank God in spite of that he is a way maker and a wheel in the middle of a wheel and all that in a bag of chips so I just want to say thank you. And Reverend and Papa Lee was and every you, Pastor. Every, even when my brother passed in 2019, stuck with me and my family at every home going celebration. Pastor, I love y'all. Y'all have a heart for people. You don't get that everywhere. So I thank God for leading me here. I'm sorry I was long and I can't tell my life story, but just trust God in all things, in all circumstances and to get a hallelujah, anyhow, praise in your spirit.
0: Come on, somebody give God some praise. One of the things you would never know, Sister Pat will show up for everybody. If you're sick, she'll show up. If you're grieving, you'll look up at the home going and she'll be right there. Sister Pat would be in so much stuff that at one point, I was like, hold it, is she on the ministerial staff? <laughs> I was like, she, I was like, good God. I was like, we got to find a position for her because she's working just so hard. <laughs> and It was just incredible. The incredible thing for me was watching her even in the midst of all that tragedy. And she would keep saying, Pastor, the devil will not get the victory out of this. And we give God glory for your sister Pat, for your service. <clears throat> how the devil will not get the victory. Amen. We had that testimony right there. I know I saw your hand right here. And then was I missing somebody over in here that I missed? Who did I miss over in here? I missed you. Okay, I'm gonna come back to you, okay? You're gonna be my last person. Go ahead, brother. Good morning, COH. You
10: know, when the Lord tell you to do something, listen to him, because I'm giving God all the praise and honor. The Lord told me I was diagnosed with dyslexia, which is a reading issue, spelling and math and writing issue, when I was 40. And making the long story short, the Lord told me to help the DC kids. So I was down in Annapolis at a, 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 a hearing they were having down there. And this lady said she was representing D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. I said, D.C.? Making the long story short, we started an organization called Decoding the Coalition D.C. in D.C. We had to get a law change. We had to make a law, really. So people said, Shirley, you're not going to get a hearing. I got a hearing. Sixty people showed up. People said, you're not gonna get a bill. I got a bill. People said, Shirley, you might get the bill, but they're not gonna fund it. I said, I don't roll like that. God got it. And every time I would talk, I would say I'm on a mission for the Lord. And these children in DC, that's the one way we wanna stop this violence is to educate them and to teach them to read. So, Bill 23191 is the bill that I got passed in DC that says that you will teach the children the science of reading, which is the phonics. That's why our kids can't read. And but it's going to take five years for everybody to get trained and everything. When I was sitting in church a couple of weeks ago, when y'all had the, the rapper and stuff come, the Lord told me. He said, Sheila, watch him." They come off the stage. You meet them at the back door. December the 2nd, that rapper is going to rap a positive rap about dyslexia at HG Woodson and Burnville Elementary School. <laughs> when the Lord talks, even though we say, it, what, <laughs> roll with it. Because he already has the plan. He just need us to go through with it in jesus name hallelujah thank you
0: come on give god a hand clap of praise that you can have influence and you can influence laws and structures and institutions that can make a blessing to your young people god bless you we thank god for you
11: okay good morning church (laughs) i've never told this story so work with me i'm nervous so i really want to talk to the people out there with mental health um Growing up, my mom, I had a young single mother and my father wasn't really present. So y'all obviously, as I got to an adult, I had some stuff left over and I got married. And so when I joined this church in 2016, I was in a bad marriage and I was broken myself and I didn't even really know it. And by 2018, y'all, I was suicidal. And I will never forget calling my mom one day and just telling her I'm done. I can't do it anymore. And she rushed right to me, y'all. And I'm just gonna, I just wanted to say that because without her and this adult struggle, I wouldn't have made it. <laughs> But I got divorced that same year, y'all. I got into therapy. And then through therapy, you know, I realized I didn't have much self-worth. I didn't feel like I was enough. I didn't feel good enough. I didn't understand why my dad didn't wanna be there. And I just wanna let you know the day I said, God, you're my daddy, and even started to pray, Daddy God, y'all, my life changed. The provisions and the love that I feel around me every single day. The vision that he gave me in a broken place that I now see coming to fruition. You all this year in therapy, I was able to start my own nonprofit to help young girls that are in shelter that have experienced significant trauma. I heard pastors say that it was time to go to the next level And I stepped out on faith and I applied to Howard to go get my master's in social work to be able to really help young women and to create a flagship location for them to have a safe space. And y'all, I was admitted. And so by the grace of God, (laughs) I'll be going back to get my master's in social work to help young women like me that have experienced trauma, that have been through sexual abuse, that have been um, in domestic violence, and I'm already able to do that work through my job. So I just wanna say, God is there. He will be there. He will hold your hand through whatever. If you just give it, whatever it is, just give it to him. And I promise you, he will not let you down. He will stay by your side and show you what love looks like.
0: Come on, give God some praise in the house. Amen. Bless the Lord.
12: Um, So I want to say thank you to Reverend
7: Dr. Nancy Lee.
12: This is the baby you prayed over. My Lord. You prayed over my son. The doctor said I had a high pregnancy, kept telling me I had so many complications. This lady right here, God really sent her. My son is eight years old. I have a three-month-old. <clears throat> Reverend Bill, that's my brother. We not blood, but that's my blood. He married. Um, I have a three-month-old. I'm now married. With his dad, I was in an abusive relationship. I got out of that. Reverend Bill married my um, husband. I have now. We did premarital counseling. Um, The biggest testimony for me is I grew up in a Catholic church. I was forced. I never understood what God was. I never understood it. I didn't understand it in that way. So when my mom brought me to community, out, I just been blessed to now, teaching my son who God is. I didn't have to beg him or bribe him to come to church with me. I said, Nash, you gonna come to church with mommy? He said, no problem, and showed up, got up on his own, ate his breakfast, everything. My son knows that God is a good God. And I just want to say that, whatever it is that I ever ask God for. He never failed me. Man will always fail you, but the Lord will never fail you.
0: Has that blessed anybody? I think it's important for us to realize that we don't go to church. We are the church. Amen. And a significant and important piece about us being the church is that we are the body of Christ. We're the body of believers. We come together as body of believers. Those who are watching online, we're together as body of believers because we all have a part in this. It's not just about you coming to church so that you can hear the message like a consumer, like I'm a lecturer. But this is about We all bring value to each other. Your story and your story and your story and your... We all connect with each other. And so that's why one of the great challenges of the pandemic was it caused us to believe that it was enough for us to be isolated. And as long as we got a word, it was okay. But the reality is we missed what it meant in the coming together to be the body. I give God glory for the internet and I thank God for all that are watching right now. And we give God glory that God allows technology to have us be coming together. Is that making sense? It's important for us not to stay isolated in our Christianity. It's important for us not to just be on the receiving end in our Christianity but it's important to us to understand that each of us has a role to play in the body of believers and that we don't go to church church is not a destination church is who we are and so there are Sundays in which I didn't understand why as I was sitting there preparing the sermon while God was just kind of not giving me a full sermon. And then God was like, because I'm going to have them preach the sermon with you. And now it makes sense. Because you all received enough word in the words from the people in here to help you get through this week. Amen, somebody? <clears throat> to encourage you to know that God is able to let you know that the Lord will make a way somehow to let you know that in your worst situation you can get through it and there is a bright side somewhere and and so that's why my prayer for you is you see your value to church is that you understand how valuable you are in this place because we're in this thing together And it's not just about this week or this month, but some of y'all gave testimonies. You've been here 15, 16 years, and we've watched you go from one space to another. We've watched you uh, go from a space of being fearful because a doctor was saying one thing to the place in which now the child is eight years old. Right, that that we've because we're in this thing for the long haul with each other. We're in this thing. I'm, I'm hearing a testimony of a young brother who I've known as a kid, and he's able to give testimony with power because we're in this thing. What? Together, I've watched your babies grow up. I I, I we we've, we've married you we've buried you that we've walked through some of life we've buried not you but we buried family members Amen <laughs> somebody If I buried you when you weren't here we about to shout you got the best testimony <laughs> But we're what we're in this thing what together I I want you to hear this and then I'm going to close in prayer. There is a bright side somewhere. That there is a bright side. And the reason I can say it to people in their darkest hour is because I've seen some of you in your darkest hour. And I've seen you get to the bright side. I've seen you get to the other side. I've seen you in your moment of greatest pain, but I've also seen you in your moment of greatest joy on the other side of it. That is our blessing as pastors. It's also our responsibility. What people miss is pastoring is about preaching. The great weight of pastoring is that people call us with their greatest joys and their greatest sorrows. When the baby's born, they call us to come to the hospital to pray over the baby. When the loved one's on life support, they call for us to pray to help usher them into the kingdom. That's what we want to be for you. And that's what our prayer is we've been for you. That in your roughest moments, we've tried, our team has tried to be there. But we believe that we've also been able to see you in the process, get to your greatest joys. Why? Because weeping may endure for a night. But joy does come in the morning. Somebody will often ask us, how do you make it, Pastor? How do you hold on? You're dealing with so much grief. You're dealing with so much pain. Because I've seen people get to joy. And so I don't have to stay fixated on the moment of grief. I have to do my job to walk people through the grief. With the faith affirmation that I know that the Lord will get them through. And so it's my job just to help them to hold on to God's unchanging hand. So that I believe if we stick around long enough, we'll see you in joy will see you when you hit the bright side. That's why we're together, y'all. That's why we are family. That's why we're the community of hope. If you're here today and you've never accepted Jesus, one of the best sermons this year at Community of Hope was the one you just heard. It was the biggest tag team sermon in the history of the church. What a wonderful joy. If you've never accepted Jesus, we say it here every Sunday. Reverend Martin even did it with call and response this Sunday. Amen. We're the community of hope where everyone has a chance. We don't care who you are, what you've done, or who you did it with. We don't care if you did it last night or woke up doing it this morning. When you get to this place, you're in the right place at the right time to become all that God has called you to be. And we believe that God's got a blessing with your name. God's got a blessing with your name slam on If you never accepted Jesus, Jesus died for you. God raised him from the dead that you could be saved. That you would have someone to walk with you, talk with you, be with you in the roughest times of life. That you would have possibility and understand there is a bright side somewhere. If you're not saved and today you want to give your life to Christ or you're already saved and you need a church home and you want to make this your church home. I believe this is a good church home, amen? Amen. Or if you're already saved, got a church home, but you just want to take this moment to rededicate your faith to get reconnected with the things of God. Say, God, I want to get a little closer to you. If that's you in either of those, you're not saved, you need a church, or you, or, 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 or you want to rededicate your faith, just raise your hand if that's you. If that's you if that's you even online if that's you just put something in the chat if that's you if you say if you need to get saved if you need a church home if you need to rededicate your faith today's your day this is your moment online you can just text the word one word hope decision to the number seven seven four one one seven seven four one one coh i want y'all to help me because there's no way in the world that the richness of this moment will go with nobody making decision. I want you to turn the three folks around and say, neighbor, you saved, you got a church. You saved, you got a church. Are you good? Are you good? Tell them, I'll raise my hand for you. You ain't got to talk, you ain't got to say nothing. There's someone today you're not saved or you need a church. Come on, today's your day. Just raise your hand right where you are. Right there online, right there in the chat. Click on that link, uh, text Hope Decision to 77411. It says someone today, someone today, someone today. Not saved, you need a church, you need to rededicate yourself. Someone today, Today today is your day. This is your moment. 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 Somebody you may be grappling. And sometimes the decision is I'm not ready or I'm not worthy. And the whole thing is you've been trying to get yourself ready all your life. You can't do it by yourself. Today is your day. This is your moment someone you like, I wish he'd just hurry up and go on past. But the reality is you are worth the wait. Today is a day. This is your moment. I've come to realize sometimes the person with the greatest struggle is the person with the greatest purpose. Today is your day. This is your moment. If you're not saved, If you don't have a church, you want to rededicate your faith, today is your day. Just raise your hand. Just raise your hand. Today is your day. This is your moment. God bless your heart. God God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. God bless your heart. God bless you. Stay right here. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. God bless you. 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 Is there someone else today? Is there someone else today? Y'all thought I was just fishing when I wouldn't stop. But the Spirit wouldn't let me stop. Is there anyone else today? Today's the day. What a wonderful day to be a part of the family. What a wonderful day. Amen. I want you all just to repeat this prayer after me, but I want us all to help them and just read it after me all over. I'll say, God, I thank you for Jesus died for me you raised from the dead that I could be saved please forgive me for my sins I don't want to live that way anymore and right now I ask Jesus come into my heart be in control of my life I want to live the way you want me to live and be the person that you've called me to be So today, I thank you, saved, got a church home, rededicated my faith. In Jesus' name I pray, amen and amen. Come on, somebody give God a hand clap of praise for them today. God bless you. Yes, sir. Yeah, um, I I, I, I,
3: um, decided to Join this church but three weeks ago we first came here and uh, uh, I, I don't jump out I don't jump out in things too quick I like to check things out real good but I was checking I was too long my, my wife say you take it too long to check it out I was watching the past I was watching the past and I loved them the moment that, that I stepped in this church I know that this is where I need to be I told my wife a long time ago that uh, I don't want to be in a real big church where I can't get to know the past. And he seemed to be a hands-on past, and even more than that, he's about the future, the kids, and that will touch my heart. Amen?
0: Come on, give God a hand clap of praise. Thank you so much, sir. Thank you so much. It's our honor and our privilege to have you here. We say we're a community of hope where everyone has a chance. Amen? Amen. Even Redskins fans. Amen. We believe in y'all too. Even Commanders fans, amen. Even Commanders fans, even Commanders fans. you believe there's a place in the kingdom for y'all too. <laughs> I'm about to be in so much trouble at this door. <laughs> I'm about to be in so much trouble. Come on, somebody point them and say, welcome to the family. Come on, shout it real loud. Welcome to the family. Minister Greg, if you can follow.